Let's talk about Confucius, the ancient Chinese philosopher who lived around 6th and 5th century BC. This is very much similar to the time of Buddha, but it seems highly unlikely that the two would have met because unlike today clearly they didn't have that means of communication and transportation and even from the writings of these two men it seems unlikely that the two would have met but nevertheless confucius very much is one of the founding philosophers in terms of chinese philosophy or the chinese thinking his writings called as analects were mostly collected after his death and then compiled in the form of one book which you can find and read but uh, there's a reason i mentioned that the timeline and he was a contemporary of buddha because it's interesting to see certain similarities between the two just like buddha is not very much going on to the metaphysics or the hard aspects of philosophy in fact in that sense and just like buddha is very much like a modern guru who would guide you to lead a simple good fulfilling life and uh, that's what most of his writings are all about there are certain things that you can easily extract from his writings one of them is quite obvious and is very much the case in ancient chinese in fact i would say in in the asian traditions which is that of the idea of community and the idea of shared values so he puts a lot of stress on having common values and traditions which according to him they function as some kind of cement to bind the people together in communities and he places a lot of importance on rituals and ceremonies it's interesting to note that because in modern societies we don't care that much about rituals we simply behave like rational people and when it comes to education or teaching something we just do it verbally without feeling the need of conducting any ceremonies or rituals but uh as you would have noticed in one of my previous podcasts where i talked about rituals some of these philosophers they knew how we can benefit from rituals so that's what he recommended another thing that you can derive from his philosophy is is something that uh, you don't see in western philosophies in fact it's the opposite idea that you see in western philosophies where you generally talk about the individual freedom and the individual liberty but in this case there is this idea of fulfilling your duty towards your elders 
towards your superiors and you have a particular role in a society and you strive towards that you don't worry too much about your individual freedom and that is something i think is very much a part of asian cultures chinese culture japanese culture now whether his philosophy was inspired from culture or whether his philosophy has inspired the culture or maybe both of both these cases but this remains true that uh, this is where the eastern values and western values differ in eastern cultures there's a lot of emphasis on on community on shared feelings and in the western cultures there's a lot of emphasis on individual freedom giving individuals rights and all that one important lesson from confucius writings that you would always find always listen whenever somebody talks about him is this golden rule in which he says that you should never do to others anything that you would not want to be done to yourself which sounds very much like the christian idea that says do unto others as you would have them do unto you now many philosophers and students of philosophy criticize this idea that because it seems logically inconsistent sometimes for example if you are on a diet and you don't want others to feed you with some food with a lot of fats in it but that doesn't mean you wouldn't feed a hungry person if there is a lot of fats in the food so in a lot of these kind of hypothetical scenarios you can find these contradictions these problems in the simple argument but if you don't really analyze it that way and just see the idea behind it which is very much the christian idea that you know you need to have compassion and empathy that you know you treat other people as you would treat yourself which goes both ways that you treat yourself well with dignity and you treat others as well in the same manner so these are some of the basic ideas of his philosophy in fact his philosophy is sometimes also called as confucianism but since we have only a small set of writings it's not really that much organized and contains only few spheres of life but as it often happens when somebody is trying to educate an individual by giving them responsibility encouraging them to take actions it has wider consequences this idea of individual upliftment or encouragement is very much there in all the historical texts from bhagavad gita and even to the modern self help books 
For example, somebody like Jordan Peterson talks about this idea. So once somebody is encouraging an individual to improve themselves and work on certain things, what happens is people learn different skills and when they learn different skills they become better and once people improve their lifestyle the society as a whole strives to get better and it has wider consequences in the politics in society in the governance and that's how from individual all these political philosophies can be derived in that's pretty much what confucius did with his ideas on philosophy as well as education so if you get time you can read some of his writings which as as i said are called as analects by confucius and you can familiarize yourself with this ancient wisdom